And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight. And no, this is not a rear of Race Time Radio. You are listening live. And I know our, our next guest, I, I feel as though we're going to have to get him a chair and his own microphone and set him over there. Uh, but he is the champion in the East Coast Maritime Pro Stock Tour. Let's welcome in the 99, Craig Slon White, the champ. What's going on tonight, champ? How are you? Hey, buddy, just nursing a hangover. That's all. Oh, uh, yeah. You and your bottle of Tylenol would go a long way today. That's right. Yeah, we were best friends today. Uh, oh, is I it, wouldn't it, doubt is it. Is it Blue Gatorade or or is it is it what's the what's the uh, the magical oh, yeah, remedy? Oh, water or an Advil liquid gel. There you uh, go. Yep, listen, absolutely. Yeah. You are just some lucky. I'll tell you that uh, Jerry Paxton and uh, Brad Mann and myself and Josh Paxton. You are so lucky. We weren't out there this year to help you celebrate that championship. Because I'll tell you what, uh, you'd be still lit. <laughs> we would. Yeah. <laughs> we all would. Incredible, yeah, man. It wouldn't have been, too bad it wouldn't have been a normal year so that everything could just happen normally here. <laughs> well, you know what? It was uh, It was just amazing uh, to be able to, and I'm thankful that Tim Terry did what he did this year, so I was able to look in and actually watch some of the successes that you had. Uh, I kicked my arse really hard because I did miss yesterday's show, uh, but it sounds, uh, by all accounts, uh, Cole Butcher, we just heard from the winner. Sounds like you had a decent day, too, and uh, still came away with the championship and a race car. Sounds like it was all a success. Oh, it was. It was, it was a great, great day all around. It was, it was a little bit nerve-wracking. That was the first time for me ever going into a final race, leading the points in this deal. Um, it, was, uh, it was different. It was a different day. It really was. I needed to... I knew I needed to focus. I knew I needed to just do what I normally do, um, but it was different. It was um, it was a pretty cool, pretty cool experience. Pretty cool day. Craig, take us back to obviously the the conversations leading up to the race. Not not the fifteen times that you're on RTR in the past fifteen weeks, but <laughs> I, I mean I mean the conversations in the hauler. Um, it, take us back to what you knew about where you were at in the championship because points racing, you know, even the most seasoned points you know runners they they the final race is where they really key into the points and they look at it and they're like okay this is what we have to accomplish today what did that look like for you obviously you entered with a decent size point lead um but what were the parameters for you strapping into the car and fast forward a little bit from there and were there any moments in the race where you thought oh no uh, no, uh, not really. No, I mean we went into the day with 42 points, and and everybody was like, "Oh, you got it locked up, you got it locked up." And I'm like, "No, it is not locked up. It is the furthest thing from locked up." And um, I I knew going into the day that I needed to be somewhat at par with Cole heat race point wise. Um, you know, let's say he went and won the heat race, and I finished last or whatever, and you gain you know, six, eight, or ten points in the heat race or whatever, um, well, that all of a sudden knocks it down to 30-something points, and then that's only 50, 15 positions, and there's 19 cars. So right. the same thing could happen to me that happened to Cole. You go out, you know, lap three, clutch would have went, or just anything could happen. So I basically <clears throat> knew what I needed to do in the heat race. Um, I just, I guess I knew I, I couldn't let him gain 
like 10 points or 8 points or whatever. Uh, he gained 3 in the heat race on me because we were actually, uh, he started a pole, the heat race, I started 5th, and we were in a fast heat. Um, and I, I started 5th, yeah, finished 4th, I think, in the heat race, so he gained 3 on me there. Um, and then going into the feature, I I had one goal in mind. It was to go out and win the race, and <clears throat> we started... Him and I started 12th and 13th, and I knew obviously that I needed to keep Cole within my sights. He had a good day. He had the car was his car was back to back to where it should be, um, and I knew he was going to be fast. and And I knew I had a good piece, so it was like, okay, well, if he gets by me first, I'm going to follow him to the front. Or I'm sure if I get by him, he's going to follow me to the front. And it was kind of exactly how it played out. I ended up uh, I got by him on the initial start, I think, and, and the two of us literally just trucked to the front. Um, it was quite fun, actually, passing a lot of cars, and I got to, I guess I would have got to third. So I got to fourth mm. on uh, on a restart and passed Corey for third, and when I did, I think he cut in behind me pretty quick, and him and Cole might have got together. I, I didn't see it or I didn't talk much about it because I was just too busy celebrating after the race. But <laughs> from what I from what I heard, um, they both kind of Corey got into me. I was sideways, like I was going around, and Cole tagged my left front with his right front and straightened me back out. <laughs> and then I was kind of I was slow. Everybody kept going. The caution didn't come out because we didn't spin. Right. Um, and I ended up falling back to, Jesus, I don't even know where I fell back to, maybe, I don't know, 10th. No, it was probably more than that. It might have been 12th, something. And at that time, Cole and Corey and all them guys kept their position. So I had to come from mid-pack again um, back to the front. And, uh, you know, Cole and Nicholas and myself, I think, I think any one of us could have won the race. We were all pretty equal. Um, I almost got Nicholas at the line for second, but um, just good hard racing, really. And, uh, you know, I just when we started the race, I knew the car was good enough. I just needed to keep clean. And that, that was probably the only time during the race, Joe, that I, I was like, ah, you know, could have been all over right there. You know? Yep, yep. It but, seemed it seems like every points battle, there's there's always there's always that one moment where you're like, you know that we could have given it all away and then and or or not you don't really question it in the heat of the moment you you kind of it, it kind of flashes in front of your eyes you know it's like your life flashes in front of your eyes for a minute and you're like whoa okay and then you take a step back regroup and then get to the end of the race and and yeah. you know it just seems like uh, you know and i think back to ranger in in 2019 spotting for him and you know, we we had a decent points lead. I think we had to finish like eleventh. We had to finish like no better than or no worse than eleventh. And the other guy had to win the race, lead the most laps in order to beat us. So like we yeah. felt like we were pretty you know in check. And at that point, it, we had just crossed halfway, and that the guy who we were racing led all the laps up until that point. And so he had the most laps locked most up. Most laps. And yep. we were running around in fourth or fifth, and we were lapping a guy, and he blew a tire as we were lapping him, and washed up and just clipped the left rear, and that brought out a yellow. 
But like that was the moment that flashes to me that yeah. that always like exactly. whoa no like that's yeah. like like we yeah. this could have been a game over and yeah. and you know it's it seems like no matter what you have all the confidence in the world you go out and race if you try to be defensive you give everything up and and you've got no chance at it you know and but like you did it obviously the right way and and you know you got to keep your forward momentum and you got to do everything that you did leading up to that point to get you there right and yeah. and uh, oh, that's the uh, that's the coolest part I'm glad to hear that you didn't go out there and ride around in tenth and in 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 second gear and and uh you know nurse it you uh you raced it and uh the fans yeah. would have appreciated yeah. that as well i know like last weekend's race when cole fell out um he fell out early obviously and i played that i played that guy i was that guy that rode around and i was happy with where i was running because you know i knew i was padding to my point lead um obviously i did what i had to do it was my first championship it was the first one that was right in front of my eye um, and who knows if it'll ever happen again. You don't know, right? Absolutely. So I played that role last weekend, and it drove me insane because yeah. not only, like, I had a car to probably finish on the podium, and that would have been a podium every race that I was in this year. So I'm quite ticked at myself for that, for not getting on the wheel and, and grabbing a trophy last weekend because, I mean, who wouldn't want to say that your season every race this year was I think we raced 12 or 13 times and we were on the podium every time. So my worst finish is fourth, and it was last weekend because I rode around like a – I won't say it, but um, – <laughs> We know what you're thinking. <laughs> right. Hey, the, exactly. the glass the glass slipper still fits, bud, yeah, right? Like right. that's that's the right. way she works, and, and uh, <laughs> that's the uh, – you know, seeing seeing the the victory lane celebration and and all of that stuff, uh, it was a feel good moment. You know, just for for me as a fan, looking you know from the outside looking in, I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, definitely, it's it's always a storyline when somebody picks up their first championship. Um, you know, but uh, but definitely, you know, seeing the season that you had, um, you know, with every race you know, having the ability to be on the podium, uh, is, is, you know, what it takes today to win a championship and, and, uh, uh, hats off to you guys because it was definitely exciting as hell all the way through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you take, for instance, I said this to somebody, I think last week, they were like, how do you not have like way more points than that? Well, when you're racing somebody like Cole yep. that wins four races, finishes on the podium as much as you do, he's badass fast wherever he is. Um, He's probably one of the best in Canada. Um, it's just that's why your point lead's not padded anymore. You're racing against a guy like that. That you have to have a flawless season to win the championship, and and that is legit. What I had, I had a flawless season. It was it's it's one of those things that is almost unheard of, um, and to only win it by thirty. How many points did I win it by? Thirty three or thirty six or something. Whatever. I mean, that's not a lot of points. That's 15 spots on the racetrack over a whole year. If you're just tuned in to Race Time Radio, you're a little bit late, but that's okay. Who we're with right now on the other end of the hotline is the 2021 East Coast International Pro Stock Tour champion. Yes, champion. The number 99 of Craig Slon White. He just sealed the deal last night and was crowned that champion. Craig, for everybody tuned in, for all those short track racers coast to coast that get out there and do what you do each and every week, 
uh, to try and do a championship, and maybe they haven't been successful yet. How many seasons have you been in the Pro Stock Tour? How many of those seasons, uh, like you would have been trying for the points championship probably every year that you've been in the Tour. How many years did it take you before you actually did it? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen seasons. Yeah, thirteen seasons. It's uh, my rookie year was two thousand eight with with Frank Fraser, with Frankie and Curtis and the boys. Um, yeah, thirteen years, man. Um, and again, last year, over the last couple of years, I was ready to hang up the helmet. Like I was done. I, I, I want to win races. My team wants to win races. My sponsors want to win races. We're we're capable of doing it, but we just weren't incapable enough equipment to get the job done and you know it's not from a lack lack of trying i mean we we gave every effort that we ever possibly could over those amount of years and just could not seal the deal and you know to be ready to hang up the helmet last year to go into this year um you know all my same guys and then you add Andrew and Jonathan and Corey, Rolly at King, and I get into this Fury car prepared by them guys. And, you know, Jonathan had success in it. Um, they've had success everywhere in those cars. And right from the minute I tested it, even last year, I knew that if I couldn't join them, I was going to get beat by them. And... Going into this year, um, you know, when we t- we tested that a couple times before the season started, and it was like, wow, man, if I can keep my head on straight, I can win a race again. Like, and that was my goal. My goal this year was to win a race. I needed to win a race to redeem myself, my crew, my family, friends, sponsors, fans. I needed to do that. I needed to hold the checker flag. You know, I mean, it's a young man sport anymore. I'm 40. Um, I don't think that that's old, but it's old with who I'm racing against. Mm. And I just didn't know if I could get the job done anymore. Ah, man. I always we believed in you, together, man. I well, always. Put together is phenomenal. I always believed in you, my friend. Uh, right back, uh, I, I was there. We called the race the night you won that Cat 250 and that 99 car. Uh, you didn't have a winning car that night. I know you ended up in victory lane, but that was sheer guts, determination, and not not quitting and never giving up. That's what won that 250 that night. And I turned to Jerry Paxton that very night. That was how many years ago now? That's, what, six, seven years ago. I said to Jerry, man, that 99 car, I will take that guy in every race from here till Timbuktu as long as he's in a race car because that guy will never quit. (laughs) Well, that's one thing I will never do i will not quit it could be falling apart it could have no power steering i i grab a hold of the steering i grab a hold of the steering shaft with my hand if i had to to get it around the racetrack that's just that's who i am it's how i've always raced um when you start your pro stock career under a hard-nosed racer like frank Fraser, what what are you to do you're to man up and you're to drive yeah and, and if you don't how i learned how to drive and that's I'll, I'll never, I'll never steer away from that. That's just, it's who I am. I'll, again, it might have not a panel left on it. I, I love to make it laps with two tires. I don't know. It's just who I am. I will never not give 150% whenever I, whenever I'm in a race car. That's just who I am. 
incredible, and it pays dividends in 2021. You are the champion in one of the toughest series in Canada in a super late model. Uh, Craig Slon White, you did it. The 99 car had great support, and you reward them with a championship. Who have you got on that car? Oh, man, just uh, everybody that's everybody that's involved with me. Presidential ventilation, Archibald drilling and blasting, Atlantic explosive, Clutch, Clutch Canada, uh, Stones RV, Selric Enterprises, um, Howard Little, um, KC Marine, um, Sydney, uh, Alexander Sign Group, um, Fury Race Cars, uh, King Racing, um, Man, who am I forgetting? Mike Fulmore. Uh, if I had a picture of the car in front of me right now, I'd probably not forget anybody. But um, and, and not just those people that are with me right now. I'm thanking everybody that's ever been involved with me. There's been silent partners. There's been people that have helped me over the years. You know, I mean, the the old. If it wasn't for Doug Hines, Halifax Glass, yeah, I wouldn't be where I'm at either you know that man god rest his soul took took me and my team to you know where we are today um Atlantic Cat when I first started Dan McLeod you know gave gave that sponsorship to me through Frank to keep us rolling um Mountain Wild Blueberries like they were on board like everybody everybody that's ever been involved with me like I just to get me to this point finally and to finally seal the deal, um, it's it's phenomenal. It's it's phenomenal for all my crew guys. You know, again, Matt uh, Hines has been with me since day one. Um, Shane Lively, Roderick Dean, Stephen Nix, uh, Curtis Lindsay, uh, man, just and everybody that's everybody that's ever been on my cruise. You know, man, my brother Derek, um, Mike. Brian, Sean, Jeff, like there's so many people I want to thank. Like I forget so many people right now, but it's just I want to thank everybody that's ever done anything for me in this deal. To finally seal the deal is something that, you know, I thought was too far gone for me. I did. I thought it was too far gone for me. And to actually get it done, I can't tell you how I feel right now. Oh, that And that's awesome. Craig, you have earned it. You have earned it all the way through. And really, it's a combination of everybody since the day you sat in that first car uh, coming all the way full circle now as a champion in one of the toughest racing series in North America. Uh, and that isn't a stretch. I'm not saying that anybody that understands that Maritime Pro Stock Tour understands exactly what I'm saying, that it is incredibly tough to be not only a race winner, which you won, uh, four times. I know for sure you won four times this year. I know they weren't all pro stock tour races, but uh, that Mike Stevens Memorial might as well be a tour race because you're up against the same guys. And if yeah, not more, uh, and you went out there and stood the test in that one as well. Uh, to see the success you've had this year is truly, truly amazing. And uh, it's very, very cool. Uh, I know we look forward to 2022. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll be back on that East Coast with you and bring in, the, you know, the listeners, all the action uh, throughout the course of the season. But this has been great catching up with you this many times this year, Craig. 
And uh, just congratulations from all of us here, from all the listeners. Uh, congratulations on your accomplishments, my man. You did it. Awesome. And just a... Awesome. a, a Thank you so very much. A heads, I, I, I appreciate it so much. A heads up to all the Pro Stock Tour competitors. When the banquet happens, um, make sure that you know before the awards ceremony kicks off, make sure you get two drinks as opposed to one because he's going to thank like a thousand people. So just, yeah, just, absolutely. uh, it's going to be a long one. I apologize to everybody now. It's be a long one. Don't, don't apologize for a thing, my friend. No it's, way. uh, it, 13 years is a long time. And, and, uh, you know, it, it means a lot that you do, that you do thank those people. And, and, uh, they, they did all get you there. And that's the, uh, that's the coolest part about it. Uh, hats off to you guys and, and congratulations, Craig. Thanks, man. I appreciate it guys very much. Now I know yeah, it's see you next year. it's only it's only one day old, right? That you've been the champion, but have you thought twenty twenty two yet? Are you going to go out and defend? <laughs> It'll be kind of hard not to. I don't think it would be kind of hard to. I've said, you know, if I if I become the champion, I'd like to chase big races. Um, but I think it's going to be hard to turn the back on the tour. I've been on the tour for thirteen years. We've just got such everything going for us right now with being involved with Andrew and, and, and Jonathan and Corey at King with Rolly and, and like, you know, like we're just, we're, we're having a time, man, we're having a time. And to, to just, to say that I'm not going to race full time, I think is probably just, I'd, I'll be bullshitting people. So, <laughs> um, yeah, at the end of the day, I do want to do some bigger races next year. I, I want to do the Oxford 250. I want to do, I want to do a race before, that um i hope the tour i hope the tour listens to us racers um during this winter going into the schedule for next year because we've been asking for a long time to to have that oxford 250 weekend off and you know for myself for cole um and i'm sure there's a few other guys you know i i'm i'm sure brian would love to take nicholas to the oxford 250 but Again, it's on a tour race weekend, so if everybody can just get together on the tour and the tracks here, like just if just just make it happen, just make it happen, just have that weekend as an off weekend, so that you know I think again I I I really want to do that race. I, I it could be the it could be the difference of racing full time or not, because um, I don't want to I don't I wouldn't want to do the Oxford two fifty half ass. I wouldn't want to. You know, go down to practice, come back, race the car on Saturday night here, load it up, drive back to Oxford. You're not giving it a fair shake. So that's my next year's plans. Um, that I, to redeem myself at the Oxford 250 is a is a goal of mine. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool if uh, the Oxford 250 was an open weekend for you guys in the tour, and it'd be kind of cool if the IWK 250 was an open weekend. Uh, for those guys to be able to come and jump into uh, Canada's uh, ultimate short track race. Uh, to be kind of cool to see both those things happen. But, Craig, what we've got is the whole off season ahead of us. We'll hammer it here on Race Time Radio. And maybe, just maybe, somewhere out there, somebody will say, hey, that's a good idea, and make it all happen. Wouldn't that be cool? That's right. Yeah. That'd be nice. Congratulations, Craig. You have a good one. Uh, get ready. The banquet's coming. Uh, you, you get all those guys lined up and uh, enjoy that uh, championship, my friend. 
Will do, man. Thank you very much. You bet. Driver of the 99, Craig Slonwhite. we got to hit this break. When we come back, another champion's coming up. Hey, race fans, it's the 82 Fortino's Dodge, Dave Conley from Ottawa, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Check us out at a local school. Go to fuelforkids.ca. From coast to coast, 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 you're listening to Canada Talks. 